One, two, three. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Alyssa Kinahan Dundas, and you're listening to Real Shit Podcast, where if you couldn't guess, we talk about some real ass shit. So, first, let me start off by saying it is March 21st to Saturday night here in Boston, about 7 p.m. ish. I'm now coming to you guys with both audio and visual. Um, So now my podcast will also be on YouTube. You can listen to me on my RSS feed, which is also found on my website, alyssakdundas.com, as well as on um, Apple Music and Spotify. So now you can just get me everywhere. Um, Let me start off with a few lighthearted things in the midst of a pandemic. I'm going to... Uh, I'm reaching over for my rosé, Cote Moss. I'm going to have a quick little sip. First drink of the day, y'all. So, um, <laughs> ooh, I, I like this. You know, I was actually going to also, like, try to dress up a little bit and put, like, real pants on. And then I was like, fuck that. This is called Real Shit Podcast. So, like, I'm going to come at you real. And I'm in quarantine. Well, not necessarily in quarantine. Kind of, you know, social distancing, responsibility. So I was going to put real pants on. I got sweat shorts. And I'm like, F it. This is who I am. Real shit. So take me or leave me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in my room. So whatever. Mm. So let's talk about it, obviously. Talk about the big elephant in the room. Corona. Coronavirus. (laughs) Um... I, if you don't know, I'm a barback, and um, I was actually in the midst of soon training to become a server, Um, but now I'm unemployed for the next three weeks, so yeah, I did file for unemployment. That in itself is a very interesting and unique thing to do, especially under these circumstances. Um, It's interesting, interesting times. Um, No one's really prepared for this, and I the greatest thing is I do see more people coming together and being compassionate than anything else. Uh, but it is definitely scary. And so I'll kind of just start off with my experience. Let me tell you, I was gone the past, you know, I've been home here in Boston for the past week now, but before that I was away traveling for two weeks. I left uh, February, da, 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 February 28th, 29th. I don't know, and came back <laughs> March 17th. I lied, March 14th. <laughs> and so I was gone for two weeks. I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico for a week in um, Baja, California. And then I was in San Bernardino, L.A. Uh, area for a week with my brother. And the, the end of that week, I mean, I had people, coworkers, friends, asking if I was okay, if I was stuck in California, um, and I was like, no. I mean, I was kind of isolated already as far as family time. You know what I mean? I wasn't really out, like, going to clubs, going out to restaurants for the past two weeks, like, out in a major city like Boston. Like, don't get me wrong, I was in L.A., did go out to eat. Um, more so went to, like, dispensaries and stuff. Um, but I was kind of like, yeah, in my own world, doing my own thing. And it's so interesting to, like, walk around the world by yourself. And then all of a sudden it's, like, to be frank, it's, like, about you, and then it's, like, it's about everyone, you know what I mean, like, the numbers of cases of people 
getting sick are just accumulating and people are reaching out to you, kind of reaching out into your world, which is wonderful to see, you know, are you okay? What's going on? Um, but it's, it shows um, our impact of each other and just, of course, reaching out to see if you're okay, but also are you doing the things that you're supposed to to take precaution and the right measures? And so... Um, yeah, that's when I, I think I started to get a little worried, more worried about what was going on. And my brother is super into podcasts. And so he actually goes to bed listening to them and wakes up listening to them. Shout out my brother, Anthony. And uh, so I actually was watching a lot with him about um, this whole situation. And so I was able to learn a lot. I was, I've learned a lot as far as contagion goes I learned a lot from like you know professionals just listening in on that and I also learned a lot about our economy and what we should be worrying about as far as the closing of schools and um, other places jobs obviously and so I ended up making it to the airport and um, wow let me tell you I'm gonna take another sip to that that shit crazy so like I got there and cool thing is that there's Purell sanitizer, hand sanitizer everywhere at the airport. But you see everyone from all backgrounds wearing gloves, masks, and I'm like looking around like, oh shit, okay. Like I'm not really prepared. Like I wasn't really expecting all this and you can only imagine what the airport was during this time, you know. So I do my thing, you know, I'm just trying to be more conscious about like not touching my face and making sure to wash my hands a little more. And I was doing those things. But like the second you got, I got on the plane from LA direct to Boston. People are, I mean, they've got the mask on. They are taking out um, wipes, wiping down their their seat and the the, the TV on the plane and all this stuff, all their, their area, you know, wiping it down. And I'm like, oh my God, like I feel like, I feel gross. I feel like, so shitty. I also took an edible, so I was like, like, thank God it was my, I got it in, in LA, and it was like a, a chill one, like a relaxation. Thank God, because I wasn't really paranoid. I just felt like so unprepared, and I was like, oh my God, I felt like people were judging, but really people were so concerned about their own area and their own precaution, their own safety, which is good, you know. Um, but yeah, like that for me was a big like, okay, this is escalating. And so I get I get home, I have the weekend basically, and then I have work on Monday. I'm in the restaurant industry, and I literally work Monday, and it's my last day. And um, Tuesday was the first, St. Patrick's Day, 17th, was the first day of closing of restaurants. And so, um, you know, people joke like, oh, first day back, last day, you know what I mean? But uh, it was bittersweet. I'm glad I was able to go in and say hello to those I was able to and goodbye as well, you know. But it just sucks. Like, I was supposed to start training for serving. And um, it sucks for obvious for obvious reasons, you know. Luckily, I'm a, a part of a great work community, and we had meetings with the owners, and they're going to do what they can to help us and, and provide a job for us when all this is over. But, I mean, you know, restaurants, as as a business owner in general, is they're taking a large hit. So... It's a hard time for everybody. I'm grateful for my position in life, you know, like I'm going to try to take advantage of um, the fundraising and stuff that's happening. You know, I, I don't have it like that, but you do have to think about 
other people that are not as fortunate, um, especially in the restaurant industry in general, you have a lot of people who are undocumented and cannot file for unemployment. And so, and I can, and of course, I'm lucky if I get half of what I was making, but I'm, I can file. Do you know what I'm saying? And so you have to be conscious and mindful of those people. Not everyone can, can apply for the things that I am, programs and everything. And so what I now wanted to kind of dive into still regarding coronavirus and everything is um, I'm not going to get to the economy and all that because I'm actually not that well versed as far as like for me to sit here and speak to you guys about that. You know, I would like to be um, and it's in, in, in the works, especially now, you know, but I want to talk about um, staying at home and what that means. I think it's an opportunity for a lot of people to, to do great things with their time, I hope, uh, work out at home drink with hopefully roommates, partner, friend, whoever it may be, um, write, read, watch, binge watch a TV show, a movie, whatever, you know, but take care of yourself. Maybe I think it's important um, to like still get dressed up and go to a park and go for walks, you know what I mean? And to stay indoors. I always open my window right when I get up and I have plants all over. So I've been trying to take better care of my little babies, my little plant babies. But I think it's a great time for people who are not at work right now, whether you're working at home or you're out of work, um, and hopefully, you know, okay. But I think this is a good t- opportunity and time for people to hopefully find the best in the situation rather than the worst. And so let's get into that. I know people who go to AA meetings can't go to that anymore I know people who part of like for me for example the boxing gym that's not only is that um family community but it's definitely a safe space for me a place I feel welcome can't go to that anymore um people with depression stay inside it's like it's not the best scenario for everybody and something that I'm kind of been very worrisome about but I've been vocal with a close friend of mine is um is depression um I've been in a really good place mentally for a while now um and I feel very grateful and lucky to say that but I think one of the largest things that let me fall into that hole was not socializing I'm a very sociable person I mean like I love meeting new people. I can't even describe to you how much I love meeting new people. It's like, I feel like I'm missing out if I don't get to meet another soul, you know what I mean? And share and laugh with and just um, connect with. Even if it's at a bar, like, oh, we had the same professor, like whatever, small talk, like just engaging with another person, I, I love it. I love to see people, I love to be seen and like have that engagement. And so if I don't get it, especially after a long period of time, especially when I have to stay indoors, I do not go into a good mindset, a good space. Um, It's one thing if I can't go out to a club, can't go out to a restaurant, can't go out to a bar. But if I went out to a park that day, I still feel productive. I still feel um, like I've socialized because I love to socializing isn't to always have to be with another human being it can be with the environment too for me so it can mean 
Um, I went to a park and had a conversation with myself, but around trees and around dogs and around other people. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking to them. I'm around others. I'm around life. That is crucial for me. So when I can't have that, um, I feel honestly, like I feel worthless. Like I feel like I'm wasting my own time. Uh, I feel sorry I just feel like I just feel shitty waste of a person to be honest like if I'm just and I'm just letting you guys know how it like what goes on in my mind when I reach that space it's not good and so I'm trying to be productive I talk about spring cleaning Ooh, I feel good my room you could eat off these floors I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> but you could um yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I went to LA a perfect timing. I used to, I was kind of joking before saying it was awful timing because I just took off two weeks of work before having another three weeks off and like AKA broke bitch over here. But um, I got a bunch of edibles that'll definitely last me this entire time. So it's like eh, chilling, you know what I mean? Um, no, but I hope more good comes out of this than bad. Um, I wanted to bring up something I, I posted on my Facebook, and that was, I see a lot of people, um, a lot of people are posting right now, a lot, more than usual, you know, um, and I can't blame them, I'm on, I'm on my phone more than usual now too, um, but it's actually really starting to overwhelm me and annoy me, if I'm going to be frank, like, the text, the, the amount of text messaging Facebook notifications, Instagram, let alone me watching TV and stuff, I I literally have been putting it down. It's too much. It's way too much. Like, I don't want to do it. And I'm already kind of beating myself up for not working out the way that I would and even pushing my podcast out. Like, I'm trying to make time. And it's just like, you know, it's like, it's like when you have too much time to do the things you want, you keep pushing it out because you're like, oh, I have time to do it. I have time to do it. And then like, you know, it's not the best thing to be doing. And uh, you just, look, uh, you're just freaking out about it, you know? So uh, yeah, I've, I posted on Facebook um, on how our society, our system as a government is not built to withstand the situation that we are in currently. Um, and I just said how a system built on greed, racism, and capitalism will not suffice under the natural stresses of the world, whether it be... And, and the thing is, is, you see this with hurricanes, earthquakes, and yes, now a pandemic. Um, and we don't really think about it because it doesn't always necessarily affect us, right? If an earthquake or um, a hurricane happens in another country or, I mean, just like not even your state, you, I feel like donations are made to certain um, charities and organizations like Red Cross and stuff. And those are great. But it just goes to show like we don't like those are usually nonprofits, it's not our government that's really stepping up to help fund and provide people new housing and, you know, unemployment checks, all this stuff. Like, we're not, it's not built to take those kinds of hits. And I was basically just saying how 
you know, wake up, <laughs> I, I hope this is a time for people to realize the power that comes from their own hands, right? Like what you can build and create within yourself, hard labor, or even in your creative side, you know what I mean? But also see the strength and the power of the earth we stand on and build from and build with and the sky we nourish from. And I was like, let it rain and let humanity grow, you know? And I, I, I hope that for us. But I, I'm scared that this is going to be good short term, but not long term. Like people are just going to go right back into their normal lives. And um, even if that's toxic for them. And I can't speak for everybody, you know, and what they want for themselves. But we as a world, we as, let me speak on the U.S., We've been living bad for a long time now. And it feels good to see people come together, but it's like, I think, I won't forget it, the first like reaction that I had with all of this was, um, what scares me more is the fact that we as a whole nation don't know how to handle this situation. Like, we ain't prepared. This is not the first pandemic, and it will not be the last, is my thoughts on it. And so I'm not saying you can be perfectly prepared for a situation like this. Of course, there's going to be instances, and you can always critique and say, oh, well, we should have done this, or we could have done this, or blah, 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 should have, could have, would have type situation. But, like, you know, the World Health Organization is out here trying to provide and do and 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 provide information and do what it is what we're supposed to without panic. But like the U.S. government got no idea what's going on or what to do and is freaking out. And I'm like, yo, grocery stores are getting like, people are like, rant, like just like fucking running into these, taking a bunch of toilet paper, like whatever. Like, and, you know, at first, like as from like the restaurant point of view, like no, can't be open past 11, half of your capa- capacity and like, then we'll close the next day. And the thing is, like, the owners, like, they got, they, they're just, we're getting, like, hourly to daily updates as we go. They're, like, we, like, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? And so it's annoying that, but I'm, it's annoying, but I'm not shocked that we're not prepared to really handle this situation appropriately. I'm not saying even if we were to have a better grasp on it, there still wouldn't be panic. But I'm saying, like, have better systems in place that can, better tackle the situation. Like, think about it, like the homeless. Where, where are they supposed to go? Hmm? Where are the homeless supposed to go? Like, I think what this is bringing up is more issues of that, that need to be dealt with that just has, hasn't been as a country. And it's like, it's annoying. It's like, it starts to piss me off. It's like, all right, cool. Like, we want these things to come out. We need, okay, like, we need that, like X. But we can't really get X because G and F, like, in our society is also kind of broken. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just, a lot is being shed, shed to light. And when I say a lot of things, it's a lot of things that have been sitting in the dark for a long time. And so some people are going to sit here and, been, and be like, oh, I bet known that was an issue. And you're not wrong. But um, I think my biggest takeaway on the situation is 
we all need each other more than we would like to admit. I'm talking about myself and I'm talking about you. We like to sit here and think that we we got we got ourselves at the end of the day. And that is what I also have been coming to terms with is we're inherently mm, let me correct myself. I don't believe that we are inherently selfish, but I do believe we are naturally selfish. And I think that comes from um, survival, right? So when I think of like every man for themselves, I'm not going to lie. I think we all have that a little bit in us because we want to survive. So we're always, we'll do what's best for us to keep moving forward. If that means leaving behind the person next to us. That's very natural, but I think there's a balance with that, right? Think about friends, family, you don't want to leave them behind. And actually, it got, got me thinking before, if at the end of the day, if, if it was every man for himself, and you were the last man standing, would you want to stand alone? And I, my answer would be no. Because it's interesting, isn't it, to think that naturally you are here for survival and you are going to fight for it. But some, and I wouldn't want to say most, would rather die than walk this earth by themselves without the ones that they love, without their children, without their parents, without their friends, without their family. What's the point then? And that's why I believe in balance. It's okay to want to be selfish and do things for yourself. And we see it all the time. To want to be successful or reach something on your own or miss independent and blah, blah, blah. And like every man for himself to an extent. And at the end of the day, every man for himself for what? For tomorrow? I don't know. So, I, so, yeah, if you want to talk about where my mind's been at in the past six days, taking a sip of my rosé, it's been all over the place. <laughs> it has. And I think it's a beautifully chaotic place. Um, but I have to be honest, I'm happy to be drinking my rosé and some sweatpants and a tank top. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, I think I think this is a time to question humanity, hopefully find truth within humanity in yourself and therefore others. But I don't know. Um, I think it's okay to be selfish. There's always a negative connotation with being selfish. I don't think that's necessary. Um, I think it can actually be a very good and healthy thing, right? Again, survival. Know when you need you time, self-care, to walk away, do what's best for you. But my thing is, you also have to think about what's best for others as well. Because let's be frank, you wouldn't be who you are, where you are, without the impact of others, good or bad, without your experiences, and people are experiences. And so my thing is why be healthy? Why, why be great? Why be successful if you can't share that with those who matter most in your life, you know? Or it's like, why be rich when the rest of the world is poor? 
how far will that really go? And will you really feel rich? Will you really be happy? These are the things that I think are important to think about and talk about, especially during this time. We want to about social distancing, social respect. When in the fucking world have you ever heard anyone talk about social respect? Boy, you must have. Stop. Stop. Now y'all want to talk about it. You're lying. You're lying to yourselves. Example, wearing face masks. You know what the point of that is, right? Actually, I, I, the first time I ever heard of this, I'm coming at you guys a little hot right now, but you know, I'm just getting in my emotions, my emotions. The first time I actually heard about this was when I went to Southeast Asia, and I asked about it because I, I saw a lot of people with masks, and I met these girls who taught English in Japan. And I'm like, what's up? And I asked about the masks. And I thought it actually, because the reason I asked was I thought it was because of the pollution and people not wanting to breathe in the air. No, the reason is if somebody is sick or feel like they're coming down with something, they'll wear the mask so they don't get other people sick. Especially when I think about the workforce in Japan, it's, I mean, the suicide rate, it goes right hand in hand with the work, workload and being overworked. So, but anyways, it's, it's, um, it's to not get others sick. And I thought, wow complete opposite what, of what I would have done, let alone what I thought it was for. And I think it's so funny that during this whole situation, people are wearing masks because they don't want to get sick versus not wanting to let other people get sick. That's how I got into the greed, or not the greed, excuse me, um, the selfishness. How in one culture you wear it to, to be, care for others. But now we're all we're caring about ourselves. That's how I that's how I was thinking about the mask, and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, those masks don't do anything for you. It does it help it does help others if, if you're sick. So I could see that going to the grocery store. If you don't know if you you're if you have the virus, then you know you, you're going out and about grocery shopping. You want to get others sick. But a lot of people are out there walking around thinking, I me 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 me, and I get that to an extent, right? But um. It's just interesting to think about how people walk in this world. And, um, yeah, I hope this is a wake-up call for people to just be more mindful of, of others. And, um, yo, I'm going to call it out. Yo, let's talk the flu shot real quick, and then we, we'll, we'll, we'll cut this to a close in a minute. Everyone's talking about social respect. Meanwhile, you know how many people I know that don't get the flu shot? And the people that I'm talking to can get that shit for free. And I was corrected recently because I made a post about social responsibility then get your damn flu your free your free flu shot when you're supposed to and someone corrected me and said well it's not free for everybody depending on your insurance they are right i was wrong i can admit that and i actually like that reminder because it makes me again appreciate um my reality in the world that i am in and um that I, you know, I can have things like insurance that pays for, makes my flu shot free. So, but the people that I am talking to, though, do, like, I, because they're family, I also have friends, I know they get that shit for free. Don't get it, they don't believe in it. Oh, well, I've never, I never had to get the flu shot 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yo, this shit is the same goddamn thing. You, mm-hmm. Just because you didn't have the coronavirus, you didn't get the shot 10, 15 years ago for the coronavirus, you can, well, hopefully, you know, we, if we get a vaccine, tell me you're not going to get it now. 
also think about it. Just because you, the flu might not kill you or it might not um, affect you in the same way, you could be a carrier and pass it on to somebody else. Who People still today die from the flu shot. Like, it's a thing. So my thing is, again, the mindset, we live in a world, and that's why, I, not that capitalism itself is to blame, but our society is very centered on greed and selfishness, and you're just concerned about yourself. And like, how is this gonna affect me? How is that gonna impact my life? And blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, I get, I get it, but you do also have to think about the well-being and the greater good for everybody. People don't take an extra second to do that. And so people talking a lot of shit right now about all this going on, but don't get their flu shot, and I'm calling you out because my thing is get that shit. Your doctors, your nurses, and our chemists have all been out here telling you the same shit that, like, it's not fake. It's not a flaw. It's just, uh, a flawed, excuse me. And um, people out here, you know, we all know the whole argument about vaccines and, the, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to get into all that right now, but my thing is, like, we're out here, we've been out here um, questioning and arguing and not truly really believing in our doctors and our nurses. And these are our heroes right now. And now you're out here, thank you for your work all of a sudden. And, and I get it, you know what, better, better now than never, right? And I'll, and I'll say that. But you're all, all out here like, oh my God, these people, like they're work, out here working hard trying to figure, you know, provide more tests trying to come up with a vaccination, a cure, like, whatever, like, and you're like, wow, these people, I'm like, yo, they've been doing this shit every day, but here's the thing, that's how life works, right, like, we've all been out here doing the same shit every day, and there, and then there comes a point where people finally see you, see your work, and you, and value you for what you actually are, and that's worth a lot, you know, um, and so I'm glad that it's happening, and I hope it's, it's an experience for people to truly appreciate others you know that's, that's I'm really hoping this whole thing is just for the world to find value and appreciate others and what they do for us but I'm calling you out on you being a hypocrite get your fucking flu shot next season all right take a sip of my rosé because that shit really got me heated get your flu shot stay on top of it help those that need it Universal health care. I'm saying it. Do it. 2020. <laughs> this year fucking sucks. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't. You know what? I think you want to talk about 2020 being a, a year of vision. The world is here to reclaim its time. It's reclaiming itself. Dolphins are being seen in, I think, believe it was Venice in the canals. This world, 2020 humans, human beings were like, this our year, the world said, huh? Whose year? <laughs> it said, whose year? The mother nature just checked all of us. Mother nature said, this is my year, bitch. Watch, y'all thought in all these fucking years, boom, pandemic. And listen, we gotta take this shit seriously. Like People are dying, but my thing is like, it's something that's affecting everybody in the world. So it's something that we can all relate to and understand and stress about. But it's a world issue. 
and it's it's natural. It's a virus. It's like something that like can happen at any moment, any time. You know what I mean? It's like you would think we watch so many zombie movies, like, and it's not even that. It's not even up to that, you know, craziness. But it's like, like, come on, yo. Like the world. I don't know. I, I really think twenty twenty. Fucking Mother Nature's like, I'll show you who's the one, for real. She checked all of us. And so yeah, I think the, I think twenty twenty is a a year of revelation. I think 2020 is a year to finally see truth. I think this is what this is all about. I think what this is, has all been about. Truth. Coming to the forefront, especially the world, mother nature, natural occurrences, pandemics. It's scary. It fucking sucks. People are losing their lives. It's a serious thing. But like, that's the point. 2020, wake up and see some real shit. It's an important time. I hope people realize it. I hope it's not again like once things hopefully turn around for the better, people just like, oh, that was that was a time that happened. Like, no, this is definitely history book type shit. Like, this is something that like is crazy, you know. Like our kids will be taught it and told about it. Like it's insane. Um ooh, I'ma finish in a minute. No, yeah. Um Twenty twenty is not our year, and I don't think it's supposed to be. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's a year about others, not ourselves, not you, not me, but others and the people around us and the world, the world around us. When's the last time you really thought about or cared about Italy besides going there on vacation? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was trying to listen to what you were saying. Never. You only care about Italy for their pasta, vacation, hopefully beaches, a good weather, I've been, it's a wonderful time, you should really go. But also, like, it kind of, I feel like all of us humanizes things, puts a face to the cultures that we like to take advantage of, you know? Seeing the beautiful people come together and sing, you know, on their balconies and dance, it, it's showing us humanity, for what we are, and I think it's a beautiful thing right now, you know, there's, there is good, there is good being shown right now, but I would like to think that that's what I'm seeing, and that's what I'm taking from this, um, is a love for others, doesn't matter where in the world we're all going through it right now, we're all scared, we're all scared, <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful, isn't it? Fear. And I might sound a little crazy saying that, but it's like nothing but being vulnerable is more is, is more human, you know? It bring it brings you back to being like a child, a baby. We're still those little kids. We all want someone to run to. We all want someone to hug. We all want somebody that we can rely on and so I think it's beautiful and it's amazing to see that in other countries of people that yeah we thought would be cool to vacation at their food looks good the beach the weather looks nice the whatever right but now we're seeing the people in their country 
for once, finally, you know? And seeing it being a beautiful thing, be beautiful people, gestures, you know? And so, um, feeling scared sucks, but I think it shows we're not all tough and business men and women and people, and we're not all these fronts we put up, especially if you want to talk about the world and the government, we, power, it's all about power. Seeing other officials scared, not know, and here's the thing, you can't blame them. Shit, what would you do? <laughs> like, this is something that none of us know and research is being done and we're doing the appropriate steps now, you know, as far as research goes and trials and all that to, to gain more information. All those steps are being taken, but it's like seeing higher-ups, even the rich, scared, let me tell you, let me say that again. Seeing the rich scared. Unity. That's unity. Because we're all in the same playing field right now as far as coronavirus goes. We don't know. We're doing what we can, coming together, and hoping for the best. Nothing's more beautiful, and nothing gives me more hope. I'm going to end with that. Say goodnight. Wish you all the best. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And please stay the fuck inside. Real shit. Keep it together. See you guys in a couple weeks. Bye.